Hey, hey. Yo, what's up? Give me one sec. I'm uh, sure, just got to paste this into this cell real quick. Doing some work. I got up early today. You know, got to get a jump on uh, work and, you know, get some time so I was uh, yeah. up enough to where I won't be forgetting people's names and shit like that. <laughs> Uh, so good morning. Good morning, man. Uh, I also got some notes because uh, uh, I was thinking. I mean, again, I kind of felt like this was another episode where we didn't have a whole lot to discuss. But I mean, we always find something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, so you just been working this morning? Yeah, yeah. I got up at eight. I've been getting up, you know, earlier than. I mean, I, I usually get up by nine, nine thirty, but uh, yeah, I've been getting yeah, up late. It is kind of late, you know? yeah. <laughs> but I work late, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I usually go to sleep, or I'll stop work anywhere from like twelve thirty-one, you know, and then you know, watching TV, play some games, and go to sleep. But right, yeah, I'm changing up my schedule, so I'm getting up at eight, work for a couple hours, get some coffee, maybe eat a little bit of something, and then by ten, I hit the gym. Get that out of the way. Home by, you know, one, and then just continue my day from there. From ten to one, you're in the gym. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Wow, you spent three hours in the gym. Well, well, I mean, I, I, three hours out, right? So I kind of factor. Okay, in. rise. I mean, okay. not that, not that, not that the mall is far. Like my gym is far from me, but it's like. Um, you know, it can be anywhere from like, you know, 10 to 12, 31. But like if I have to stop by a Target on the way home, because there's okay. a Target in the mall, I like to pick up whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Like I'm taking that. It's still yeah. at, le at least two hours you're in the gym. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Off top. Because wow. I, I, I got to do an hour of uh, cardio and uh, and then, yeah, I lift the rest of that. So you don't find that that um, affects. Well, I guess if you're not, I don't know if you're trying to gain, like put on mass, but doesn't that affect how much you're going to put on? Um, I'm not trying to. Oh, okay. Okay. No, yeah. Sorry. I mean, I, I never worked out with any kind of plan as far as like, uh, I'm trying to bulk up or I want right, to, right. You, you just work out. You, I yeah. just work out. Like I just want to, uh, if, if I had any plan, I just wanted to, uh, look like Tupac and a wife beater or DMX and a wife beater like that. That's always been my goal. Yeah, that's fair. But then, then yes, then, then the cardio is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And I never, and, yeah. and, and I never wear wife beaters. So, <laughs> Oh man, you got to change that up. Nah, nah, I don't. I don't like showing too much skin. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that's about it. So after this, since I started work already, I'll uh, hit up the gym, get that out of the way, because I like going and doing it early. I don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just finished my workout too. Yeah, all right. Yeah, um, yeah. See, look at that productive day to both of our, or a productive start to both of our days. <laughs> Yeah, man. Now that I'm like back in the swing of like, yeah, I work out every day and like, I'm, yeah, it's good. Yeah. You got to get it done early. The earlier you can get, it, I tell this to everybody, like if it means you wake up an hour early, wake up an hour early. Don't yeah. say you're going to do it after work. You're fucking not. It's so, and, and even if you are, or you do, I mean, just mentally. Yeah. You're just not in the same place uh, as if you did it, like you said, in the morning. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like just getting it out of the way, like I just love that where it's like, oh, man, OK, I finished my workout. It's, you know, before you start one, your day I'm good. with an accomplishment. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, that's so powerful. Just like, oh, I I did the thing I said I was going to do, even though I necessarily didn't want to do it, maybe. But like I did it. I, I 
I accomplished something. I, I set a goal and I achieved the goal. It's like, it's the best way. Yeah. And it's, it's a good way to, to wake up to a nice way, yeah. you know, kind of gets everything, all the snaps is firing on the right yeah. cylinders and all that. Yeah. And then you're, you're more likely to make better choices throughout your day too. Like if you're, if food is your issue, you're more likely to eat better if you work out early too. Cause you're starting the day with like the thought process of like, Oh yeah, I'm a healthy person. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Speaking of, speaking of food, I had, guess what I had for dinner last night? Oh shit. What'd you, fried chicken? No. Cool. What'd you have? Almost. Almost. Mix and bake, homie. Oh, sh- shake and bake. Oh, mix and bake. Mix the, and bake, the, yeah. The, the store brand. Yeah. I got, I got the Kroger brand, uh, mix and bake. Uh, some chicken thighs it was delicious, man. That's nice. I had chicken last night with, I made, uh, for Grayson and I, I made, uh, some rice, uh, broccoli and, uh, chicken, like some pollo asado. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I just, I, I made that and just had a, a salad and that was, that was my dinner. That was like my only thing I ate. No, I had, I had lunch. I usually eat like once a day. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Like I don't, it's not intentional. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, there's only, yeah, there's I don't, only like, yeah, as far as like the science goes, like as long as one, you feel fine, like some people function better like that. And, and as long as you're getting in enough calories to sustain yourself or you're not getting too much calories because you're starving, then it's fine. Then yeah. Yeah. Your body doesn't give a shit. That's it. I just listen to my body. Like when I'm hungry, I eat. Yep. I'm not hungry. I, I don't. Yep. <laughs> it's so, the second part that people struggle with the most. Yeah. 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 That's true. Hey, thanks again for coming uh, this past Man, that was so Sunday. much fun. Yeah, Graham, he rolled through to the uh, the Casa to watch some wrestling, double or nothing, the pay-per-view, the AEW pay-per-view. Uh, I, know you don't, you know, I know you're not down for the wrestling and stuff, but you, you, you know came over, Amir. I, I enjoyed having you guys over. I had the best time, man. And aside from, like, that's, like, I don't know, one of three times I've been outside in like almost two years. Um, but that was fun. But like, obviously like we always have a great time, but like anytime I watch wrestling with you, like I'm going to hang out with you. And while we watch wrestling, I'm always enjoying what it's not like, Oh fuck. I got, it's never like that. I know. And I was, I was thinking about it this morning, actually knowing that we were going to talk about it. Aside from when I was a kid and I used to watch wrestling on my own, I think that pay-per-view, that AEW one, yeah, was one of the best. Not that it was that amazing. It was just the vibe of it was very fun. And uh, it didn't feel, I don't know, there's something about, even like a few years ago we watched, I think it came over, we watched maybe a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam or something. Okay, yeah. And the WWE events, I mean, they're a much bigger spectacle for sure, but like they they feel like, oppressive like it doesn't feel fun it doesn't feel fun it feels like almost burdensome it's weird i don't know how to describe it no you're describing it perfectly and there's a reason for that i mean and and, i mean the juxtaposition between uh that crowd in AEW, which was their their second time i mean they've had like when they run their 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 weekly shows and they because they're in florida they're in jacksonville uh that's like their home base since the pandemic and they're in this outdoor amphitheater the same place that they that double nothing was held but uh like during the pandemic like you know they would they slowly started to introduce fans back but they were like they didn't allow the fans to sit at ringside uh Mm. they just used wrestlers as like you know prop uh, audience members and then the fans would be up in the stands like socially distanced so there'd be like 1,000 people 
Wow. And then they'd slowly kind of ramp it up to, okay, now 15, we can sell 1,500 tickets. But uh, Double or Nothing was their first pay-per-view since the pandemic where they allowed uh, full capacity. Um, the, the the fans were allowed back at ringside. So, like, I mean, for me, I mean, their, their episode the Friday before was their first television episode since the pandemic where they had all the fans back. Wow. And that was just such a cool sight to see because AEW, I mean, like this is it's one of the I mean, there are several differences between AEW and WWE, but the big one is just the fact that they are not against their fans. They put right. the show for the fans, not right. in spite of the fans being there. So when you mention how you know you you know you compared that WWE event and how it's a little oppressive and like there's just not that same level of energy and, and fun. Yeah, it's because and I've I've been in those crowds myself where because you know. You're just waiting for the shoot of, uh, you know, the other shoot to drop where it's like, okay, I know the person I'm rooting for is probably going to lose. Right. There's probably going to be a bullshit finish to this match that I've invested 20 minutes in. Uh, they're basically going to do everything that I don't want to see happen. Yeah. Uh, but with AEW and Tony Khan, who was, you know, the other president that the, the head booker, the guy, he, the Vince pretty much. He's got, he has a completely opposite philosophy, you know. Uh, That's so good. You know, you give the fans what they want. Not all the time, obviously. I mean, telling stories yeah, yeah, still. Yeah. But you push the right wrestlers, you know. Uh, there's no there's no uh, push yeah, and pull between like who the promoter wants to push. This person's the champion in spite of you not people like who it. are paying the bills here. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, right now their champ is, you know, Kenny Omega, who's like a heel. But it's fun, though. It's like because he's a, he's a good heel to... That you want to see eventually get his comeuppance, and right. and you know what's going to happen because right. you have faith right. that they are going to you know follow through with the story. And yeah, I mean, it's like writing a movie or a show. Like, yeah, the bad guy's going to get on top for a bit so that yep. the good guy can overthrow him and the thing. You know, what I was just thinking about too. Like, I mean, that's all very interesting, and it shows too. Like, was it the best? professional wrestling i've ever seen no not that it was bad it was just like yeah i've seen sharper matches here and there in whatever over the years but it was just fun it was just fun and uh and obviously they're very talented anyway but like one of the things i noticed too was that it's not wall-to-wall merchandise on in the stands yeah you know like with wwe like everybody's wearing a, a, a shirt they bought there, holding a sign they bought there, waving a thing they bought there. So one, it's like super distracting when there's just shit everywhere. But it just doesn't feel like corporate sponsorship the whole time. It felt like I'm, I'm watching these guys perform. Like I'm watching it. It felt like I was watching a show and it was enjoyable because of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the live. I Hopefully one day I'd love to be able to go and check out. Actually, no, I, I've been to one AEW event. Damn, in 2019, uh, I went to. This was before they were on TV. This okay. was their their last pay per view before they debuted on TNT. It was in Chicago. It was an all out show. Uh, I sat in a box though, so I was kind of. I mean, the the place was jumping like it was just like on Sunday. The crowd was super hot, but uh, I, I kind of wish I would have sat in the thick of it. Mm. Actually, I don't because I don't like to be around that many people. Yeah, it sounds miserable. <laughs> I, but I don't want to sound like a snob. Like, oh yeah, I'm just chilling in the box. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was great. It's a, it's a, I just, but I like to see like go to a dynamite taping or something. Hopefully, I mean, now that I'm working on their game, I like to think that maybe one day I'll get a chance to. <laughs> can, uh, I, can I get a ticket to go? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was no, a good. It was, show. I, I watched it again actually. Did you really? 
I did. Uh, it was one of their better pay-per-views. I mean, their pay-per-views are always uh, good to great, but that one was something special. That might have been it, one of my favorites. It really was fun. And like I said, like I, I don't care about wrestling, but I, I enjoyed watching it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I mean, just hanging out with you in a mirror was like so much fun. Yeah. So much yeah. laughing, so much silliness. It's good, man. It was like the old days. I, it was like back when we were doing a bad movie night. Except, in North uh, Hollywood, yeah. Great wrestling. Yeah, man. Thank you for having us over, man. I appreciate yeah, your great, great host. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was that was that was some fun shit. Really, really dug that. Uh, so and everything I was. To, oh no, yeah. go go please no, please. Go ahead. No go. Uh, those and, those we got, <laughs> and we got to. Uh, I had mentioned the that HBO show, The Shop, with that Jay Z interview. Yeah, and we got to watch that. Yeah, and Jay Z. So and we talked about it briefly, but like just for anybody who doesn't know, there's a show on the on HBO called The Shop, and it's people sitting around in a quote barber. I guess it is at a barbershop. It seemed like a legit barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a fancy barbershop. Yeah. It's like a nice barbershop. There's like marble walls and shit. Um, and they just talk, you know, like people do in barbershops. And the latest episode, this is the first time I've ever seen it. The only reason I checked it out was because I saw that Jay-Z was on it. I was very curious because he's like, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, He really true. doesn't, which I like. Um, and then also the setting was so relaxed and casual. When he does interviews, even though he's like, he plays off very low key, he's always very guarded and like, he knows exactly how he's going to behave and he, how he wants people to perceive him, which is important. I get that. But like, in this, it was very relaxed. He was just like, talking and goof and it wasn't all about him i think that's a big part too yeah yeah it was honestly it was it was relaxed in the way this is like i mean we're not in a barbershop but if yeah you just imagine like just friends hanging out right talking to shooting the shit right but when you go on somebody's show to be interviewed you like okay i have i'm I'm gonna stay within these lanes because this is what i want to portray or not portray or whatever um yeah so it was like jay lebron some bad bunny producer bad bunny who i've never heard yeah uh the the WNBA player i don't know her name yeah i forget her name too um yeah and then there was one other guy who i don't know who he was either yeah it was so the, this is like lebron's show so like i think he created it so it was the guy sitting next to lebron is um shit what's his name he's he's like lebron's um agent they've known okay. each other since they were in high school right you know, younger than that. Um, and, and like any business thing that they do is like, they always do it together. Um, but yeah, he's pretty influential that, you know, LeBron's uh, agent slash friend slash managed manager. I yeah. Think, yeah. But yeah, he was there. Yeah. So they, you know, they're going through whatever and they're all saying nice things and it's, it's a very enjoyable interview, but then the, it's the last, I don't know, five or 10 minutes for me that like, this is why, like, why we we started watching it was uh, one of the guys asks Jay Z about DMX, and he's just like, you know, and this is you know after X has passed, so the the taping is fairly recent, and then Jay tells this just fucking awesome story about his relationship with DMX, where like they met battling at a pool hall in the Bronx in I mean it must have been. Like, really early 90s or yeah maybe even late maybe even late 80s um 
No, it had to be early 90s. Because Jay's first record came out in 96, right? Yes. Yes, and it did. X was, was, yeah. X was, and 90, X was 97. 98. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark 98. 98. Okay, right. So they met and... Uh, Jay-Z doesn't say it outright, but like obviously he beat DMX in the battle and then DMX was on like at a show that later that night and he's like calling out DMX or calling out Jay-Z. Jay-Z, where you at, motherfucker? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then he tells this awesome story. This is the thing that I love. It was like he talks about when they went on tour together for the is it Hard Knocks Life Tour. Is that right? It must have been that. Yeah. Streets is what? Whatever it is. I think it was a Hard and Knocks. Hard Knocks. And he was like, yeah, it was me, X, Red and Meth, Ja Rule, The Locks. And he's like, so it's just like this amazing lineup. And like the first show, it's in the round. So it's 360. There's fucking, no, it couldn't have been in the round. Well, one of them was. Before. Yeah, I guess so. yeah, yeah. Said. yeah, yeah. He I said think it was Madison Square Garden. Because I remember seeing footage of that, uh, of one of their shows in the 360 setting. Okay. I'm pretty sure with that MSG. Okay. So they're in the round and everybody goes on first and like Red and Meth, this was like during the How High era. So like they're like flying through the crowd and like Jay's like, just everybody's just fucking killing it. Everybody's having their best show. And I'm sure it was probably like Ja Rule, The Locks, Red and Meth, DMX, and then Jay-Z was going to close. So he's like, yeah, it gets to DMX and he's like, I'm watching. He's like, I want to see, I want to see the show. And uh, Jay-Z has to follow DMX. So the, all the lights cut off and then Jay's like, yeah. And then you hear the dong dong and the fucking crowd erupts, goes nuts. And then it dong dong. And they go fucking crazy. X goes out. He's just tearing it up and he's like drinking, you know, Alizé and Hennessy. So it looks like he's drinking blood. And then like halfway through the show, he takes his shirt off and the chicks go nuts because he's all cut up. Like you said, you yeah. look like DMX and white. <laughs> me too. Yes, me too, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, He's like, everybody's just going crazy. And Jay's like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what am I going to do? And, uh, and then at the end, DMX closes with a prayer. And now like the whole crowd is just crying, like weeping. And, and then Jay-Z's like, oh shit. Yeah. And then it's like, it's a hard knocks life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he talks about, it. he's like, he's like, you know, because I knew that I couldn't match that show. There's no way I've got to do like 50 some odd dates. So it's like, I can rap better than him, so it's just every every few songs he would like cut the music and then just acapella his shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was in the way to, to. I mean, you 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 captured that story beautifully. Um, but yeah, uh, to hear and to listen to that, you know, coming like you said, coming from Jay, um, you could just kind of feel the the love and the respect. Yeah, that he had for X as he was telling, like he was having fun recounting that you know recounting that. Story. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen I've never saw I never saw DMX live, but I've seen footage of his concerts and everything like that. And if I was on a bill with him, I definitely I'm like, I'm not following this guy. Fuck no. Because even he, if it was even if it was my tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'll go. I'll go before him. I'd be like, so. So you're doing this, huh? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's, it's almost like, you know, like, how do you I mean, you go from the, the highest of highs. It, like you hit all these emotional peaks. Yeah. During his set. And then, like you said, it, it ends with that prayer. And then it's like, man, the crowd is is, is going to be spent, you know, physically, emotionally. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and, then, yeah, and now spiritually. Like. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, Jay-Z's man, I can't not reaching that. people like that. 
Jay Z yeah. is not like an emotional rapper. He could rap his ass off. He's got amazing songs, but he's not touching people's hearts yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking nuts. It's like some Michael Jackson shit. I was gonna say, yeah, I, and only like a Michael Jackson or somebody of that level, like a Prince, could go out there yeah. and, and get them back. And, and, <laughs> and, not, and that's and that's a different genre of music. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not there for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I told you too. Like I used to have this band. We were a joke band. Like everybody in the band except for the singer. Like myself, the bass player and the drummer like we grew up making music together and we were very very good musicians and we were always in real bands quote real bands making real music releasing real records and uh we just got so tired of it like tired of playing with bands in hollywood and la and just like ugh, it's just so lame they're all so dumb and pretentious probably yeah when you're watching people like you know you're sharing dressing rooms and shit and they're like putting on their makeup practicing their rock and roll faces and doing coke you're like this is so fucking stupid um so we we wanted to make this joke band and we did called t-bone and the boners and uh we would intentionally write really awful just obnoxious songs we'd play them well sometimes we'd play bad on purpose too but like we would and then every once in a while in the set we would break into like just really really good just naturally there'd be like good musicianship in the music and uh, we would dress up in ridiculous costumes, like really say, crazy. This is the band that uh, THQ. I'm sure you heard THQ, about it. yeah, homeboy from THQ who dressed like a pirate. Yeah, Spencer. Spencer. He was. He in the, was he our. Was in, he was our in, announcer. Like he was. Our, we went. To, we went to high school with him. He was our friend. Oh. And then he okay. was like our announcer. So he would bring us out and like you know, very grandiose. Yeah. You know, and then he would like dance around on stage too. We had like people come to dance and. But like our stage shows were fucking bananas. Like, uh, you know, we'd have, you know, giant inflatable octopuses in the crowd and like there'd be like strippers making out on stage, like a big fat guy fishing from the side of the stage. And then on the floor, there's like a guy in scuba gear, like swimming underneath him. Like it was just we'd break guitars over people's heads and shit. We married people on stage. Like it was fucking wild. Um, Can't believe I missed Dude, seeing these shows, I know. I wish. I wish we would have been friends then. Like I hadn't even met you yet. You have. You think, must like, have footage I, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, 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 I'll find some for yeah. you. Um, and then like we would pass out Twinkies, like or not, but like some one of our people would like pass out Twinkies, like toward the end of our set. So by the during the last song, which was really rowdy, like the song itself was really rowdy, like the entire club doesn't matter where it was would just be exploding, and there'd be Twinkie fucking everywhere. <laughs> Like covered the Roxy, covered the whiskey, the Troubadour, the El Rey, like all these places. And we would, every single time we would get kicked out, like they'd be like, you're never fucking playing here again. But we'd sell so much alcohol and the places would always be packed that they would keep bringing us back. Like, okay, but no Twinkies this time. And we're like, yeah, 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 of course, of course. And we would like sneak them in and like the kick drum or like, you know, whatever. And we'd pass them out again. We would do it every time. We didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, this is not a real band for us. Um, And so like, yeah. It was chaos, fucking chaos. How old were you like when so, you were in this band? Twenties, uh, like mid twenties. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, so insane, and uh, like so much. So, like, w- this is like the biggest point of pride we ever had. We heard that like someone had to leave because they got sick. Like the visuals and the music and like it was just too much for them. Like it was like a sensory oh, sh- overload. Yeah. And they had to run out because they, <laughs> they got sick. <laughs> too, like, Fuck yeah. Too much of everything. It was just too much. So then we would end we would finish. We would do whatever, forty five minutes. 
And then just like some band would have to come on in their jeans and t-shirts and <laughs> try to like play their dumbass songs <laughs> yeah. about real shit. Like we're singing about Fran Drescher and fucking like Michael Jackson fucking kids and shit. Like it was banana. It was just so wild. And then like people had to follow us. I always felt so bad for them. I fuck them. Most of the crowd would leave, like because we would have we would throw these. This is all that really dick move too. We would throw huge after parties, like five hundred people in the street just drinking and partying and having <laughs> having a good time. Oh man, I, y'all got to get back together. But no when, way, I'm when, not friends with any of those guys anymore. Oh no, oh okay, well it helped. Mm-hmm. Then. Yeah, well me and it, you can do it. Amazing. I can't play any instruments. You know, you have to do everything. That's fine. I, could, I could be the hype man. We no. had a, a DJ, like one of our friends, Big Steve, we brought him in as a DJ. He didn't know how to do that. One of our <laughs> friends, Jason, we brought him in as a keyboard player. He was always like dressed in like the Riddler costume with like the big fake muscles. Yeah. He didn't know how to play keyboards. <laughs> oh, then I'd, I'd fit right in. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was, it was, it was so crazy. It was a lot of fun though. A lot of fun. Yeah. That sounds freaking awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Man. So it's not, it's not like DMX at the garden level, but like, I understand the idea yeah. of like, yeah. It's a, but yeah, but it's the same thing though. Like you know, if, uh, you I mean, people go out to concerts. They go out period because they want to have fun. They want to yeah. get. They want to cut loose. And when you're able to do that, and you see a band like that, a rapper like that, that's just like takes on this, on this, on this ride, on this, this roller coaster. Yeah. You know, uh, if you if, if you're the band that's coming after, it's like you know, it's almost, it's akin to, so the Lakers played on Tuesday and they got destroyed like embarrassed it was like one of the worst losses in franchise history they were down by 30 points at halftime and so (laughs) i was watching with you know with some friends and they're all saying oh well you know um kind of putting the blame on the refs and other things and i'm like well look and then saying oh you gotta you know just you know you gotta foul these guys harder and this that and the other i'm like yeah you can do that but i'm like y'all are mad at the wrong people i'm like this is the lakers it's like, don't be mad at this team that's that's whooping their ass. It's like, that's what they're yeah, supposed to be It's not like doing. some new team who doesn't know anything. Yeah, it's like, these yeah. guys are playing like bums. You know what I mean? So if they want to, if they want to stop this ass whooping, it's on them. You know? And it's, Well, maybe it's not the same thing as the bands, but it's one of those things. But yeah, if, if the band, you know, is before you and they just do this killer fucking set, take that as a challenge and be like, all right, yeah, okay. Let's absolutely. practice. Let's see, let's see how I handle this. You know, maybe I can get absolutely. them back, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, like um, with music, it's just it's such like an easy, not easy, but it's such like a very clear uh, example of like just how what you just said about that mindset of like taking it like a challenge. Like I remember like uh, old stories about Metallica when they first started and they were always like a metal band, but like um, fucking mosquito. Damn it. I hate when I catch. I just caught that little mosquito and then I I I thought I crushed it. I thought I crushed it and I opened my hand and it flew away. It flew away. <laughs> like, psych, uh, bitch. <laughs> Can't kill me. Um, but like Metallica, when they first started, you know, this is 1980, 1979, 1980, around that. You know, they're always like a metal band, but like people weren't listening. They were just talking over their while they're playing. So they just started playing louder and faster and more aggressive. And that's eventually like what got them to be. What developed their are. sound. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, you just got to like, go harder like okay yeah okay. exactly yeah. and and, and i and, and i guarantee you i mean jay-z he told that story and uh and because he i'm sure that by the end like once he got into his set i'm sure he got that crowd back because of course those songs, by, by the like Jay-Z middle of his set time, of course yeah of like course. he he had them back and he gave them something that dmx didn't like dmx was probably heavy great shit a little yeah. bit heavy you know 
But then here, Jake, he comes in. Yeah, maybe starting with the it's the hard knock. Bite. Maybe starting with that was it the switch best? up your set list a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. but with Jay, you're getting just especially back then. You're getting the hits. You know, you're yeah. getting that that club music. You're getting you know everybody just back grooving, dancing, all the kind of shit. Not that Jay doesn't have his his uh heavy shit as well, but but back then, I mean, you're getting like you know uh money cash hoes and yeah and like yeah, all yeah. this shit it's like yeah it's and, like, and I like yeah you during that like and then he's bringing ja rule back out yeah ja rule was like amazing at that time too and yeah he was yeah, like i dare you guys not to start grooving once like of course of course yeah but it's and it's like you know enough time goes you know 10 15 minutes people are gonna okay now i'm adjusted to right. this and now I, I like this now yeah. um but when they go home and they're telling their friends then it's gonna be like yeah everybody was good but DMX, DMX was like, yeah. yeah, then it'll come back of like, exactly. well, the, the standout of the night was this dude, but yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's such a cool story, man. I loved hearing that. Yeah. I actually, that, so, so that was your first time seeing that show, the shop. I had watched that episode the night before. The night before. before yeah. But, but, but that yeah. episode was your first taste of mm-hmm. that show. I, th- that was the second for me. I don't watch the show regularly. I've only seen, I think three episodes, but uh, Barack Obama was on. Uh, one episode, I think it was like last year or wow, whatever. Last yeah, I think last year, and say it was you know same thing. Uh, Mav Carter, I think is is LeBron's agent. I probably got that okay. name wrong, but it was those two. LeBron is agent and uh, and Barack. There might have been somebody else, but obviously, I mean Barack was the Obama was the star, and right. uh, and it was great. Like it was if you, I, I recommend seeking it out. I think they probably have clips on YouTube. Uh, if you just okay. want to see see the bite sized version of it, but no, I watch other things. It's really thing. yeah, it's really good. Okay, and uh, and staying on the music thing for just a bit, another thing that you introduced me to, yeah, man, on Sunday, is a guy that I can't I I, I can't stop listening to him. This dude, Harry Mack. Yes, sir. He has quickly become one of my all time favorite rappers, and I don't even think he puts out albums. Agreed. Agreed. He's just a freestyle master. He is. He is. It is amazing what this guy. Hands down, and I said this before. I played it for you, and you you did not believe it. But I now did I'm not. Sure now you do. I do. He is the greatest freestyle rapper of all time. Yeah, I, I no honestly, contest. I yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd have to agree. I, well, I'm talking about off the top freestyle, not like right. a written freestyle, which is dope. It's fine, great. I'm not. Who cares about the argument or whatever? No, this is off this is top, freestyle at its like at its essence. So yeah, this guy Harry Mack, like nothing written. This so this guy Harry Mack, uh, this white guy, uh, from Portland. From is that where he's from? From Portland, he's from Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, a good looking guy. Uh, you but you look at him and think, okay, he's like either an actor or yeah. I don't know. Like you could probably like probably he works at T-Mobile or something or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. but 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 rapper, you wouldn't think initially just by looking at him. It's one of the, it's, it's the adage, you know, never judge, judge a book by its cover. So this this video that that Graham showed me on YouTube, this guy Harry Mack, he'll he's on this site Omegly, is that Omegle. what Omegle, yeah. which I never heard of that either. But I guess yeah, Omegle it, it pairs you up with people online and you just kind of start these randomly, impromptu- randomly these random conversations like oh what do you into da da da. So he's on this. And he introduces himself to whoever you connected with and basically just lets them know, hey, I'm a freestyle rapper. Uh, would you mind if I, you know, kind of kick some shit for you? And he asked them to give him, Harry, uh, three words that or, he will or then. Or topics. People can or give topics, topics too. Yeah. That he will then incorporate into his freestyle. 
and just random things, you know, whatever the person can think of. And he takes that information. He's like, okay, okay. And he starts the uh, the beat and just proceeds to freestyle his ass off, hitting every single one of those words or topics uh, in order. And it all, we, it all weaves together yeah. in a way like he's not just randomly just, you know, rhyming it with something, uh, which is how most rappers do, which it. is out of context. Like he'll bring it into context and like, yeah. Tell the story leading into the next, uh, topic or, uh, or word that he was given. Yeah. And the, and that was as good as he is. Cause I was watching a whole bunch yesterday too. Nice. The thing, the thing that I enjoy so much from watching his clips on, on YouTube is the reaction of the people yeah. that he's connected yeah. with yeah. and and the delight and the joy and amazement that they are expressing as they're listening to this guy freestyle for them, uh, including the words that they've given him. <laughs> it's like, for me, that is like the best part of the entire experience. Like I watch that and I just have a big smile on my face because uh, I love seeing stuff like that, you know? Uh, and then, yeah, and then, yeah. And then just listening to him, it is it is it is remarkable it really is yeah. i've never seen a guy uh do that and do it as well as as he's doing it agreed man most most rappers when they freestyle like if you if they do like give me a word they'll just take the word and they'll just rhyme the word and then rap about whatever else like they'll just they're not connecting it they're not, yeah, they're not yeah. making schemes around the topic like they're just treating it as a word oh as long as i can rhyme the word then i did it. but it's like it's pretty lame it's like okay you're not actually rhyming the word you're just saying it and then rhyming words that rhyme with that word yeah the only people i've seen like who can who kind of do a little bit like a freestyle like off the top schemes are like common is really good uh lupe fiasco and then king los like those three guys like as far as freestyling are very very good um i think they're, they're Big, not i think biggie was he was really good with that too he was pretty uh, good, yeah. But a lot of those guys, like Big L too, like they would go in and out of writtens a lot. Yeah, but they, but but like a big and Big L is another one, yeah. Uh, but they would also they could bring it back too. That's what yeah. I mean. Like they like like you know uh, Big L, Biggie, like when they would freestyle, like they they were they there'd be a lot of connective. Like you would yeah. think it'd be a one off yeah. thing, but then they'd come back to it at a certain that's point. That's true. That's true. Uh, and that's what Harry does. And so I saw another one yesterday. Uh, and he does the speed flow off the top. Yeah. Which, most yes. of the time you have to rap slower <laughs> so you can process the information. Like it makes sense, of course, but he'll do fucking rapid flows off the top. It doesn't, it's, top. it's so crazy. Yeah. He did one yesterday with this. He got connected with this, uh, this cute, uh, this cute white girl. And, uh, she's like a real kind of spacey, almost like a hippie type chick. Yeah. And, you know, he tells her and they're, and they're chatting, you know, before he goes into, Oh, I'm, I'm a rapper that it up. And they're just talking and they're just talking about how, you know, she loves to sit down. And he's like, yeah, I like to sit down too. <laughs> he's like, standing so much takes so much effort, and I stand all the time. I like to sit. Do you like to sit? And he's like, yeah, I, I'm sitting right now. You know, I definitely like to sit. And so, she, and then you know, uh, so there's that. And then, you know, he tells her, yeah, I'm a rapper, and you know, would you mind if I, if I, you know, kick, do a freestyle for you? And she goes, oh, I really don't like the the the, the rap, the hip hop. I'm more of a of a jazz um early you know 1920s 1930s jazz um yes i really don't like you know the, the hip-hop and he was like oh okay well i mean i i still if you don't mind i still like to do a song for I you it. and she's like yes you may you may you may rap for me but no promises <laughs> no promises 
And so, you know, she, you know, she gives him some words and he begins and kills it like he does. Cleverly weaves in. I forget the words that that uh, that she gave. But the thing that stuck out to me was not only did he weave in her selected words, he then started talking about the joys of sitting <laughs> and, uh. Uh, and then talking about both their chairs and everything like he he'll, and he that's not the first time I've seen him do that. Like he'll take yeah. information just by talking. That's yeah. not even part of the words that were given and then incorporate that into his freestyle, too. So it's, you're getting this just full meal of a freestyle from this guy. Yeah, he like he he paints such vivid imagery off of just anything. And you know, so he started just by freestyling on the street. So like that's how I found him a few years ago. I found his YouTube channel. I don't remember how. And like at that time, he had like, I don't know, 50,000 subscribers. And he was just going around Venice for the most part. That was the first one you showed me on Sunday. Was yeah. Venice, yeah, yeah. And he just freestyled. Sometimes it'd be you know other areas of Santa Monica. Assuming he lived around there at the time, maybe he still does. Um, and he would just have hold a speaker, or his cameraman would hold a speaker, and he would just fucking freestyle. And then as people were walking by, he'd start freestyling about them. And then, like like you saw, like a crowd, every single time a crowd would eventually form. He's not asking them to. They yeah. just do. And then he'll start picking people out of the crowd, talking about shit on buildings, this and that. And, like, people would just run up and say something and he'll freestyle. They'll hand him something. He'll freestyle. And it was just so insane. And then um, the Omegle stuff started last year because of COVID. Oh, that's a new platform. New. Well, I think, no, no the, I think the platform has been around for a minute, but him oh, but going him. on and freestyling. Got you. Just because he couldn't go out in the street anymore. And then now he has over a million subscribers. As he should. He needs more. As he should. Yeah. He needs more. I agree. Uh, I mean, that, I agree. that guy, I mean, there's there's talent. I mean, but then there's people like him. Yeah. Where, I mean, it's almost like it's it's like a mutant ability that he has. Yeah. It is. It, that free, like, he's that freakishly good. Yeah. It's like you're watching basketball or whatever. And it's like, there's a bunch of guys on the Lakers, but like, they're not LeBron. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they're not Michael Jordan or, or whatever, Kobe. like or Kobe. Yeah, it's like they all they're all very good. Like they're all really really good, but like it's it's just it's fucking different. But it, it's fucking different, and he is fucking different in man. the best way possible, man. I, I mean, it, it's become like I mean, as I'm working now, it's like that's just I just have it playing, like in the background, you know. Hell yeah, like, dude, I'm doing yeah. my stuff. I mean, he, he, I'm just so impressed by uh. By his skill, by his talent, it's it really is, and he and he raps for a while too. Like these aren't, yeah. you know, uh, two or three minute raps. I mean, these are like almost like full songs. Um, yeah, yeah, he, it's, it's he's awesome. He's awesome. I'm sure you, I'm sure they're on his YouTube channel, but he'll do like live streams for about an hour or more, and where he'll just have beats playing at random. Like sometimes he'll theme it, like oh, it's all Jay Z beats or it's all Fifty Cent beats or Eminem beats or whatever, and he'll rap the whole fucking time just by himself, and like people will type shit in the chat. Like, oh, oh use these words. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, I mean, he's a monster, man. He's like a, it's unbelievable how good he is. Can we play something of his on this? Yeah. Are we, are we set up for that? Give me a second. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, if there's dead air, I'll just cut it out. Um, All right. I don't know if, if that's going to get, well, not me. I'll get us in trouble like copyrights or whatever. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we've only got like four or five people listening to us anyway. Screen share. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm look, I look forward every day now, ever since you showed it to me, like I get back from the gym and I start, you know, working again. I'm like, all right, I got my documents up. 
All right, I got Harry Mack over here. Hell How yeah. long is it? Okay, about 20 minutes. I'm, I'm good for 20 minutes. And yeah, I am. I'm definitely a huge fan. That is, that is one of the best recommendations that I've ever received from a friend is, wow. is this guy. Uh, yeah. he's, he is the anti-Yellow Wolf. Only in this, only in the sense that you know. I mean, I guess I was that you listen to him. But I, well, see, that's what I should have done yesterday. I should have just put. I know. Uh, I'm gonna say if Yellow you put Yellow Wolf, Wolf on the TV and say Harry Mac, I'd probably be, yeah, be saying yeah. the same okay. thing. Uh, share. Can you see that? Oh, show! Oh, damn, look at that! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man. Oh, he's got he's got a clips channel too. Subscribe. Um. Oh, that's the. Yeah, that's the one I saw. That's the chick who. Uh... <laughs> should, we, should we play that one? Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is Harry Mack. I think I hope the audio is coming through. Can you hear it? I can't. Can you? you uh, I can. Uh, give me a second. Let me see. Uh, okay, let me see. How do I do this? Well, if there's something on my end that I could do to help. Um. Okay, wait. Uh, share. I'm kind of interested in this Omegle thing. Sounds like a good way to meet chicks. Okay, let me stop this. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, okay, let me see. Advanced sharing options. Who can share? All participants can share. If you can't if get it going, it's okay. No, nah, we'll give it a shot. This is what this podcast is all about. Just blindly fumbling through. There we go. Like, it's all about giving like, shots. But, but while you're doing that I'll, I'll talk about my mattress i need you know, a new mattress been, oh i got recommendations for that too well well here's the thing so i found out yesterday because you know mattresses can be kind of expensive yeah they have these things called mattress toppers oh yeah have you ever heard of them you've heard of a mattress topper oh yeah yeah, yeah and sure. i don't know where i've been but i yeah i, I discovered these things are basically just like a mini mattress that you put on top of your current mattress costs a lot less than a than a, than a a real or a full mattress, and uh, and I saw a couple on Amazon that got some really good reviews, and I'm like, oh man, I think I'm gonna go check one of these out. I'm not gonna buy it off of Amazon though, because I want to get that shit like today. So I'm gonna hit up Bad Bath and Beyond later, see if oh, I nice. can get myself a uh, mattress topper. Because I got like That's a lump in my mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing to look into, like I have, um, I have a, what is mine? Lisa L E E S A, and then yeah. I bought Grayson a um, shoot one of the other ones, um, but what is the one I bought him? Actually, I kind of like his a little better. Um, Were we talking about a topper or a mattress? No, no, like, like a mattress itself, and it, it's a not. Itself. It's not that much. Um, well, because Grayson's he's a little guy still. But even mine, like I have a Cal King, it's big as fuck. But um, I want to say. Oh, his is a tuft and needle, uh, which is, I, I like, I think I like it better, but, um, mine is Lisa, but they're, you know, the latex memory foam. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and like, I mean, especially like around black Friday and stuff like that. Um, you could probably get them for, I don't know what size is your bed queen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, like around 500 bucks or something like that. Yeah. See, that's. I don't know. Dude, it's worth it, man. What I know, sleep I know, on, I know. It's what you sleep on, man. You're right. Cause trust me, like this mattress that I got, I bought on the cheap. 
and uh i'm paying for it now because it is killing my back yeah it's not worth it man it, it's it's like when you try to cut corners on like electronics or whatever and then they just end up breaking and you got to buy another one anyway yeah oh there's a fucking <laughs> there's literally a button right here that says share sound all right you ready Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Can you hear that? Yep. Yep. All right. Oh, hi again. I have volume. Oh, hey, what's oh, up? You got your mic working. It was working. I just was pretending to be a mime. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, oh, I like I, this. I, you're a good mime. She's adorable. Thank you. Yeah. That's beautiful. What's going on? What are you up to? I'm sitting. B me too. <laughs> a lot of people sit. It's a really cool thing. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, me too. It's because like otherwise the spine, you know, it becomes tired. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. I'm glad we're on the same page. You know, <laughs> uh, my name's Harry Mack and I'm a freestyle rap improviser. I was wondering if I could perform a freestyle for you. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of rap music. I much more enjoy classic jazz <laughs> from the twenties through the sixties. Oh, a little doo wop bop. <laughs> She's wow. awesome, though. You're yeah, right. Do it. Can you help me out though, and just give me three random words or topics to inspire my freestyle? One being the name Gil. Gil. Brothels. Brothels. Three toenail. Fungus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. The name Gill, brothels, and toenail fungus, right? Yeah. Okay. Just real quick for anybody listening, like imagine you, just you sitting right now. Forget about like anything else. In your head, just try to come up with a fucking rap about Gill, brothels, and toenail, and toenail fungus. fungus. I know. I know. Not like a funny little story about, oh, there was a guy named Gill and, uh, he was really horny, so he went to a brothel, and then he fucked a girl, and she had toenail fungus. Like, in, not like that. Yeah. Just really, I mean, it's nuts. Okay. Y'all are here for a treat. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm not, but I am. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm already flustered. <laughs> oh, yes. This is off to a great start. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he puts on come a jazzy on. beat. Hey, Smart. Yeah. Come on. Smart. Smart. Hey. Come on, hey, come on, hey, come on, yeah, yeah. Lyrics that I spill are insane, ill. We gon' get this one started with the name Gil. Put me in your speaker system, keep it blaring. Poet on the mic like Gil Scott Heron, yeah. And I be eating rappers off the dish. Speaking to Gil, I'm swimming through these tracks just like a fish, yeah. I keep it moving, no doubt, I'm pain relieving. Uh, like a fish with a gill, that's how I'm breathing. Matt, call up in it once again, I'm never timid. Cause in the game of hip hop, I ain't never been a cynic yeah in this game yo we really about to climb this the first time you done seen a rapper collab with a mime come uh, on y'all know that i rock i don't simply talk unlike what you depict i'm breaking out the box every mac i'm about to carve my own lane yeah i be improvising lyrics off of the brain yo it's insane how we moving my lyrics colossal uh, i be holy on the track like an apostle inhale the cannabis then breathe it out the nostril rappers sell they soul for the money like it's a brothel uh they gonna do anything if they get lots of loot Damn. Most of these rappers in the industry like prostitutes Hey yo, I'm about to keep my soul intact Y'all cannot control my raps Every time I rhyme, they be like, holy crap They told me what was lies, I had no idea Hey yo, I'm about to make sure that my flow is clear Hold up, hey yo, I hold the mic closely What you did there reminded me of an emoji Yeah, I got all of these rappers overdosing deep like ocean I really need to match your hand motions On another plane, off the mental when I spit this Tapping with my fans on Omega they bear the 
witness Yeah, the ill freestyle, I brung this Every time I flow, I grow like toe fungus H-Mac, man, you know I'm about to hit it hard Stepping in correct to Mac, you might be getting scarred They be celebrating while I'm elevating I can tell they hating from a distance I'm still bitten with persistence Yeah, and you know that I'm killing this for certain I came back and said, damn, you got your mic working She was like, it was working, I'm a mime No noise, don't you understand? I perform for girls and the boys, all in between Now her hands are going wild Like she's boxing with the camera and fighting with my style Yeah, we here together, no doubt, it's not written I said, what do we have in common? We're both sitting Yeah, now I'm cooking up rhymes We both realize that sitting is good for the spine Yeah, cause if you stand all day when you teach Eventually you need to sit for the spinal release I mean, let's be honest I be working with raps But if you standing all day, you'll be hurting your back Yeah, she said, I'm sitting, I was fully aware But still, I think it's dope that both of us have our own chairs Yeah, hey yo, spit so fast you miss if you blink I bet we probably have more in common than we think It's like that yeah man oh my my gosh you're so good oh thank you talented (laughs) thank you did you just think of it well you had to right you know it's random things that's the whole you know that's my that's my shtick you should go like famous <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm trying to go famous i actually uh, i have famous, a youtube man. channel yeah. i was wondering if you would be okay with me using this clip in my video absolutely yes i love <laughs> Thank it you. man yeah so there you go that, guys that's a taste that's a taste of uh of harry mack of a great uh, yeah seriously he's, he's got a channel on youtube all you got to do is do a search for harry mack and yeah i can't i Graham, I, I'm in your debt for a lot of things, but I will forever be in your debt for, for you giving me the, uh, and letting me know about Harry Mack. He's the one, man. He's yeah. the one. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's um, dope. That, that thing about, you know, obviously she, she was being a mime before they even started, and then you know, his rhymes are out the box, like, or whatever, like, not like she is in a mime in a box, but he's out of the box. And then he, like, he said something about, like, apostles and then he brought it back around when he said holy shit holy like, shit yeah man he, he's a wizard he's a, he's a fucking wizard yes he is yeah. a lyrical wizard man yeah like that's the and magic like you said like he, he, yeah and he just he makes people happy that's his yeah. whole vibe is like he's you know so many it's very easy to come up as a rapper and just be like I'm gonna fucking kill you and I'm gonna take it like it's, it's an easy lane to go into like you've heard all those words before so it's very easy to put them together so to like be a freestyle rapper, hard. To be a positive freestyle rapper, insanely hard. Yeah. And yeah. and like I said, I mean, her just her reaction. Oh my I'm kind god, of in love with her, so though. talented. Like that's how I felt when you showed me for the first time. I mean, I yeah. said it differently than she did, but the reaction was the same. Like, God damn, this guy is good. Well, the the other thing that's really impressive about him too is um, and you can watch this definitely like the evolution of his videos in the street and then even over Omegle. Um, he's an expert at reading a crowd and, and swaying people gently, yeah. like bringing them with him. He doesn't, it's not adversarial. He's not attacking his audience. Like a lot of rappers, like will rap at you, like fucking I'm good. Listen, but he's like, he's with them the whole way. And like this person, he doesn't get swayed when she's like, I don't like rap. And he's like, that's fine. Let's rap. And he's, it's, he brings people along and then creates something very positive for them. Again, it's like we were just talking a little a little while ago. It's like, it's like okay, you don't like rap. That's a challenge. 
Well, yeah. you may not like, you know, rap or hip. It may not be a thing, but, you know, I'm going to challenge myself and maybe you'll like what I'm going to do for you right yeah, here, Maybe right you'll now. like this. Yeah, yeah. maybe, you'll maybe like I'll, this. I'll help you open your or, you know, broaden your horizons and, and or just have a fucking smile. Like that one, yeah, I played you the, I played you, we, the ones with those kids in Morocco. Yeah, yeah. We're like having a tough time and he incorporates that to like lift their spirits and make, and it did. Like they felt so seen and validated and, and heard. It was, yeah. It's powerful, I mean, man. Putting smiles on people's faces, man. Like, can't can't hate on nothing that. Nothing better. Nothing, nothing yeah, better. Yeah, nothing better. Nothing better. Yeah. So shout like out it. Harry Mack. Um, yeah. Like B said, hit him up on YouTube. Uh, it's just Harry Mack. Just type in Harry Mack. Yeah. Um, and you said he's got another the, channel I saw too. So he's got like a Harry Mack clips. Clips. So like I just I guess little bite sized versions of uh, which is smart that you have two channels generating revenue. Very smart. That is smart. Everybody's doing that now. Yeah. And he's great for that because, like, like I said, I mean, he gives you a lot of content just within the songs itself. So, seriously. You know, cutting that up into bite sized chunks. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very know. smart. So, anybody listening, follow your boy. He's amazing. Comment, like, subscribe, share, all the stuff. You know, do all the stuff for him. He's He, he deserves it. Yeah. I went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm gone. You? Oh, yeah, man. He's like, once you start listening to one, it's just hard to stop, you know? Yeah, I had the. It's, it's like playing a really good video game or something. Where it's like I play it for thirty minutes, and then you realize, oh, oh shit, I put three hours into this. It's like listening, <laughs> yeah. listening to him and, and going through his videos, just the same thing. Because you just want more Agreed. of it. Like you, you just feel good. I mean, the music is good, but then like you know, just seeing how happy he's uh, yeah. he's making everybody. It's like you just want to see more of that shit. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, it it it's it's the definition of feel good stuff. Plus, you get blown away by this immense, very bizarre talent. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dope, man. Agreed. Well, there you go, Harry Mack. There's our uh, thirty minute plug for Harry Mack. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's cool though that we could uh you know share the uh, the screen and the audio. yeah man that would pretty... be way better. I wish I wish we would have known that when we were doing the DMX one, it would have been easier to. I know, I know. Well, but we can fine. always, yeah, we, we know it now. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, another tool in the, the toolbox. I love it, man. It, yeah, it's your really toolbox. opens it up. That's fine. It just opens it up, though. No, I made it so you can share shit, too. If you just, like, hover over our pictures, there'll be a, a green button at the bottom that says share screen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, sweet. Now we can both do it. Oh, man, I could probably, I could, oh, yeah, because I, oh, probably, I don't know. I probably shouldn't talk about that. But maybe I can I can share show you the the game, off air yeah uh, yeah off air off air of yeah, course because yeah. I couldn't get it yeah. going the other the other night oh yeah yeah but which I found out why <laughs> I just I was I, it takes a long time to download all the latest uh, oh. files and stuff and I thought I had everything but uh, yeah my internet connection over here yeah just like day to day it's just some some days it's super fast and then other days it's just it just slows to a crawl you know what I mean yeah. And we've got good internet here. I mean, apparently not, but whatever. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> They just gave me uh, the same internet that I, that I was paying for, even though I asked for an upgrade. They just said, oh, we'll upgrade you. We'll, we'll sure. charge you more, but your Done. internet's no, the same. No problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you, yeah. I guess you could do a speed test and find out. But all, I think our, like the internet in the U.S., I think is like, 27th in the world or something like that like we're way or 7th or whatever we're down on the list like fucking lithuania has better internet than us no yeah. no disrespect to lithuania i mean i can definitely see the difference like when i uh in japan um it's super fast like the wi-fi over there super yeah. but, but the wi-fi in japan like they don't 
you can't like Wi-Fi in Japan isn't free. Like a lot of places here, you know, it's, oh free right. Wi-Fi. Like that's like a like you go to a Starbucks or a, you know wherever. It's like oh we have free Wi-Fi. Nah, Japan's like we've got Wi-Fi. It ain't free. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, what, what are you putting on these bills though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but you know, but their shit is super fast, and like everybody carries around like these uh, personal uh, like this like, Wi-Fi box or whatever. It's oh. a personal internet thing. Um, it's it's almost like a uh, like a small little hard drive. So wherever you go, like you charge it up and you basically pay for that and you just take that wherever you are and that's how you get your internet. But when I'm over there, I just use the regular mobile data and, and it's great, <laughs> you know? I'm able to stream all my shows like Netflix, Hulu, just through the, my regular mobile. Hmm. And I've got like two bars, it's great. <laughs> you know, it's funny, we, we mentioned something a second ago and I just realized that... Um, I can just do it. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, you did it. You trapped me. Bitches in that dunk, bitches in that dunk piled up. Gotta keep that bandana tied up. Whip a dirty limbo out that parking lot graffiti on the seat because she beating. I don't give a fuck, I'm greedy. I don't give you truth, not worth believing. Chop the top off of that whip because I don't give a whoop for ceiling. Bottles of that brew until it suds. Throw that bitch into the crowd. Watch the socket come and plug. Hands in the pit, baby boy, it's on the shit. Tall cans in the fifth, hell. 40 ounces in the fifth, that's an algorithm. 40 now and getting rich, baby, how you feeling? Told you I'd be really nelting up this rapping shit. Forget my verses and won't play none of my classic hits. You should have been there when I cared about what people thought. I been dope and it don't matter how much weight they bought. Well, uh, so that's a white dude. Yeah. All right. All right. So you're right. Yeah. Uh, that beat is yeah. fucking, that beat fucking knocks hard as fuck. So play another track. I just wanted. So okay. I, 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 just I got you. See, right, right. Yeah. Right. Um, but I did. That's was that. The, that's track one. Oh, that was the yeah, intro. That's track one. Yeah. I'll, I'll skim through a couple. Okay. This is the other dude, Caskey, that's on the, the record with me. You can slow down me. Do what you wanted to be. I fell in love with the cash. I fell in love with the speed. Play with me and use a gun. My checks never get short. This is Caskey, the other guy. On such a regular basis, I'm barely normal. Great voice. There was too much DMT inside of my baby bottle when my brain was forming. Got me talking to a shaman while I'm eating ramen. Learn until I ain't distorted. Scams in the White House, they was counting ballots. I ain't voted, ain't important. At least we in spirit ain't fun as planning. My checks, 500. Listen to the way Yellow comes in. Alright, so you know, This is just the first three songs Then we'll stop it after this Ah, this shit goes hard Oh, there's actually a video for this uh, Yeah Ah uh, Look Being a lot of Being a lot of haters Call it quits Being a lot of Being with this head Rapping shit Ah, it goes hard as fuck Look at me Here, let's play the video The video is dope too Oh, man Told you I told you 
Is it too loud in your phone? Oh, no, it's mine. It's mine. Okay. Boy, you looking silly, talking shit about the wolf. I knock that fruit up out your nougat. Stoot it, make your pupil educated. Drop an LSD and make your pupils dilated. Take a breather. The best of y'all ain't hey, fucking with ahead. me. Balls like the inside of a sock. And my lips are like the packet sealed off. All that talking on the internet should get you killed off. It's clock, hit you in the head, it's like a steel bar. I'm the same kid that had the Zenith in a pill job. Tantalizing, count the money twice, overanalyzing. Got the car, ain't just hit the walls, man, I'm vandalizing. She got it on herself, it look like hair sanitizer. Well, hard as fuck. You know me very well. Yeah, man. You know me very well. Every, you, everything you say like that is they have to be, like when it comes to like my hip hop like especially you know shit when I when I'm working out like that's the type of uh yeah beats and shit that I like yeah even when I'm not working out yeah fuck I knew, look, I knew now look I I'm glad to be proven wrong yeah <laughs> uh because I had a feeling like I I mean because like I said I know you know me so I'm sure. like. I know that as soon as I start listening to this, um, inevitably it's gonna. It's always hard though. Like when somebody's like wants you to put something new in your routine of things that you're like, you're like ah man, you might fuck up my routine. Like I know I like this, and then yeah. if I don't like this, I wasted that time. I get it. This was this was another Breaking Bad moment. Yeah. Another <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 shit. Uh, the Game of Thrones moment where I was. People have been telling me. B, you got to get on these shows, and then I yeah. get on eventually. Like yeah. either when they're on their last season, or when they're about to be on the last season, and I'm like, shit, yeah. should have listened. Tell you, man, there's some mean white rappers all of a sudden. Wow, I mean, I wasn't not listening to them because he's white. No, uh, I know that. I'm just yeah, saying, like, yeah. it's it's just it's weird. Like both of these rappers, all three of these rappers that we just heard, are white. There's only one other white rapper that I think you should listen to. Not because he's white, but because he's because he's good. Nice is uh, Lil Dicky. Oh, I love Lil Dicky. I know Lil Dicky. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. His his freestyles, especially, are really amazing. That's called Black Black. What was the name of that album? Uh, Black Wolf. Black or? Black Sheep. Black, Black Sheep. Sheep. Black, Black yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Black Sheep. I'm saying yeah. like that's been my workout record. I mean, since it came out, it's been like almost a month now. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it before I go to the gym. I'll download Hell it. Hell yeah! Finally, yeah, it's all that easy. I just had to play it for you. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as yeah, I I almost was gonna volunteer. Uh, after we got the uh, screen sharing working, like oh, I should tell him to put on Yellow Wolf. But then I'm like, nah, I don't want to give him the satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> and then you then you thought of it on your own. I was like, God damn it. But no, I'm glad yeah, you man. did. I'm glad you did. That was that was dope. I'm excited for you to listen to it. it it's the whole thing is good. The whole thing is good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so the other guy, Kasky, with all the tats. That's his name? That's Kasky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kasky. Crazy, uh, crazy uh, tattoo game on boys. Right yeah, now. man. It's a good thing. Like, I mean, I hope I hope he's saving money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he can't do anything else. Uh-huh. Yeah. For anybody listening, like, he's got, like, I mean, his whole body's covered, but, like, yeah, his whole body's on his covered face, tats. there's, like, the bottom jaw of, like, a 
animal on the on his chin and oh, the, the top that, is I, I thought that's what that was i'm like does it was like teeth, teeth on the top of his yeah. head yeah 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 it's pretty it's pretty hardcore that is and where are they from yeah. they're from the south right Yellow's from Alabama. Alabama, yeah. And I don't know where Caskey's from, but I'm assuming it's south. Somewhere. They're they're both like pretty aggressively, like, yeah. Southern, yeah. I mean, they got that twang, you know? For sure. Which always scares me. Any white person with a southern twang, I always kind of... Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. When you you watch that show, uh, Sharp Objects, that will be one of the things that freaks you out, too. Yeah, I'm sure that amongst a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. Um... What was I gonna say? Nah, I forgot. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't matter. It, it, it'll come back to you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, really good, really good stuff. I'm trying to think what else. I I was hoping to have seen a quiet place too. Oh, I haven't seen it yet either. Because uh, I was gonna see it on, on Memorial Day on Monday. Because uh, I, because you know, I talked about how I went to go see uh, uh was it Miss Nobody or Nobody? Oh right. Uh, but. I didn't ultimately because I'd only gotten my first shot and I wasn't fully vaxxed and I didn't think going to a theater would be cool. But now that I'm fully vaxxed, I'm like, all right, well, I'll wait for nobody. That'll probably be on HBO or some shit pretty soon. Yeah. But A Quiet Place came out last Friday. And I really want to check that out. Um, so, yeah, I was going to go Monday, but then I don't know. I just got lazy. I'm like, ah, like I'm fine going. I just <laughs> didn't feel like leaving the house. So yeah. I was like, ah, I got used to just being inside outside Agreed. of me going to the gym or whatever. But. I might try to catch it tonight. Uh, maybe we'll see. Probably, probably not though. Knowing me, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm constantly dragging my feet on shit. Yeah, but I want to see it. I do too. I think or a quiet place. I definitely want to see. Yeah, quiet nobody. Place. I don't. I don't know if I. I'm not sure if I care. Well, I mean, I got. I like Bob Odenkirk, and I love. I love any, Bob any, Odenkirk. Any yeah. good action. Any good action film. I'm yeah, that's with, true. You know. But a quiet place, I'm I'm definitely interested. Like that first one was great, except for that very last scene where all of a sudden she gets like really hardcore and is like, "Come on, motherfucker," or whatever she says. Like that's very out of place here. She kind of turns into Ripley a little, Ripley a little. Yeah, bit, right? it was a get away from her, you bitch type yeah. of moment. I didn't mind it though. I I bought it. You know. I, yeah, the movie I, is just so good. Yeah, it is. I mean, I it's good. I don't I don't think I loved it like because a lot of people love that first that first movie. I've only seen it once. I, I guess I can't relate, but I, I really, I did enjoy it a lot. No, me too. Me too. I only saw it the one time, you know, myself, but uh, I remember, cause again, that was another movie that I was kind of slow. I was late to the party on, but I eventually Same. saw it and I was like, Oh yeah, that is good. But after hearing like all the accolades is this, is that, and the other, I'm like, well, it's, I think y'all may, maybe put little extras on it. I mean, yeah. but it's, it's, it's just, it's a fun, you know, it's a fun little movie there with, it's a good creature feature, you know? Yeah, kind of nothing more than that. Which, but it's—I mean, hey, it's great at what it does. But I didn't think it was like the uh, the greatest of its kind, right? You know, right. but it's fun. That's all I care yeah. about. I just want to see a fun movie. I don't. It doesn't have to I be. Uh, we always talk about this. It doesn't have to be the best thing ever. It just needs no. to be worth my time and the yeah, money that just I needs put to, into it. Yeah, it just needs to be good unto itself. Yeah, like just make it the best this thing is and then fine that's it yeah you know yeah if you're derivative okay be der- i mean a lot of th- things are derivative but just everything know, be, is be clever about it and just yeah. you know like you said yeah. be the best of that that you can bring to the table you know yeah exactly like even if it's derivative like you look at like the marvel movies they're all derivative i yeah. mean by definition they have to be it's that they're going off a of source material but like they just do them well that's it yeah 
it's like the stories, like the construction of the stories is not new. Like the story overall story is not, it's not even interesting. It's just done really well. It's That's super a, yeah. fun and you like it. That's yeah. It's like comfort viewing. Like, I mean, yeah. cause yeah, I mean, it's formula, right? I right. mean, but, but like you said, formula, stories, right. stories are what they are. Like the, uh, the different types of stories. It's all like, they've all or been seven. done to death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Seven stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how you tell it. You know, yeah. and you can be clever and original within that framework. But uh, yeah, I mean, unless you just, so you know, outright just blatantly ripping something else off. But even then, and I use this as an example all the time, because this is an example where it doesn't matter because they're both so good. Sleepless in Seattle is a great movie. You can watch it every day and it'll be great every time. You can watch Sleepless in Seattle and then immediately put on You've Got Mail and you'll be like, I like you've got mail even better. <laughs> like it's so good. And it's the exact, it's the exact same movie. I mean, it's slightly different, like, you know, but it's, it's still great. And it's, it's the same. It even has the same actors and it's still good. Tom Hanks, right? Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, yeah. They're in both. I've never seen sleepless in Seattle. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I heard, I heard it is. And, and I'm it not, is. I'm not averse to uh like uh, uh, what, 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 romantic, comedy. romantic comedies. Because like my favorite romantic comedy is uh, Love Actually. I hear that a lot. I I I thought it was okay. I, I hear a lot of people. Oh man, I really I, love it though. I love that movie. I watch like every Christmas. Uh, but I but I did see You've Got Mail. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I can remember from that is uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle being in it. It, yeah. <laughs> it just it's like wow. I love Chappelle, but yeah. he sticks out like a like a like a black thumb in that film. I'm like what <laughs> Chappelle? Like I'm glad he got a paycheck. That's just because he's the only black guy in the movie. But I, but he's I, good in it though. He's good in it. He though. is. He is. I just, yeah. but I, I didn't buy that him and Tom Hanks would be friends. I don't know. I guess that's fair. Like I really liked seeing them together. Like I love watching them together. But you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It was just. It's just. I just remember. That's like the only thing I remember from that movie. It's like, oh, it's a good movie though. It's super fun. Yeah. It's my mom. Movie. My mom loved both of those. She loved. Uh, I mean, she loved Tom Hanks. I mean, who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Yeah. I saw a funny thing like, you know, toward the not beginning, but like middle of like the big push of Me Too movement. Um, somebody there was like a headline that was like, you'll never believe what they found out about Tom Hanks. And so like you click on the link Uh-oh. and it's just like, he's just a really great guy. I was going to say that. Never hurts anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clickbait. I say, like, oh, thank God. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. All these guys, yeah, fuck them. But, like, not Tom Hanks. Like, don't don't take him. Not Tom Hanks. That's like, uh, yeah, because uh, wasn't he, like, one of the first big actors to get COVID? And, I mean, that was, yeah. like, that's kind of when everybody, other people started taking this as serious. Like, oh, yeah. shit. And his wife got it. Like, Tom Hanks got, yeah. the, got the COVID? You know? It's like, yes, motherfucker. It's, anybody can get this thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. I think he was the first. It was either him or Idris Elba. Idris Elba, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think but Tom like might with, have got it first, but with Idris Elba, it's like he's way younger. He's in way better shape. Like it's like okay, he'll be okay. Yeah. He's, you know, he's a big, strong dude. He'll be all right. But Tom Hanks is, you know, I wasn't worried about Tom Hanks. Not I because was. of his day. I, I mean, he's he's got money. He's gonna be okay. Like whatever kind of treatment, like they were That's gonna true. get the best treatment. Him and his yeah, wife, yes, yes, you know, possible. So yeah, I the way they get concerned. COVID is not the way most people got COVID. Exactly. exactly. Or still get COVID. Yeah, I can still get that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, almost didn't work out today because it put me in such a bad mood. I went to my mailbox this morning after I dropped my son off at school and 
there was a letter from my dad and I was like, Oh God. Oh shit. So I read it. Yeah. And it wow. was just like, he doesn't, he never acknowledges anything that like why we haven't spoken in years. He just talks about random shit. Um, but he was like, yeah, he was t- talking about like my grandmother, his mom for the most part. And, uh, he was like, yeah, it's been really, you know, everybody's had to adjust because of the COVID bug. And I was just like, I fucking can't stand you, dude. Like, it's not a bug, man. It's a, it's a virus. Like a million people have died, you know, but he's a, you know, he's a Trump supporter and fuck him. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I, mean, how, I, I almost didn't work out because that of letter? that. How big was the letter? Like, was it? It was like two pages. Was it handwritten? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know, yeah, I know, you, you know, things aren't good with you and your dad. Uh Wow, to hand write a letter. I yeah. mean, that's that shows an it's, an it's an it's an effort. I guess. But I guess I. But you I know guess, what the effort but, I yeah. want? <laughs> it's not the uh, handwritten yeah, letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like oh, you, it's almost like he wasted his time. It's like you, you're writing yeah. this, but it's if there's all much of bullshit that you're that you're putting in there, it's like yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, just like any any relationship ever. Like if someone does foul shit and then they want to talk about something else, it's like no, no, no. There's no business until we address this. None. Like there, yeah. we can't just pretend like this shit didn't happen. You got you got to answer for the things, and then you got to own up to the can, things. Yeah, yeah. Just own up for them, and then we can move on. But until then, there's no there's no moving on because I don't trust you. Yeah, that's uh, you got to take responsibilities for the uh, for the action first before you can start making any sort of uh, repairs or absolutely begin to heal. Because if you can't even acknowledge the initial thing, then it's like, well, now you just you're 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 treading. You're, you're, yeah, you know, you're talking in circles. It's like, no, yeah, you know, it's funny. Absolutely. Similar, my dad, my dad sent me a message yesterday, or maybe it was uh, what's today? Today's Thursday, right? It must yeah. have been Tuesday. Talking about how, hey, you know, I was at the gym. He's like, Biden's talking about uh, reparations. Right. <laughs> and I and I almost, almost hurt myself on the treadmill because I started laughing. And so when I finished up and I, I just said, I told my dad, I was like, Pops, yeah, that's been in the news recently. But I'm like, this country can't even uh, get to a point where it can just apologize yeah. about slavery. It's yeah. like we, I mean, so first of all, we're never getting reparations. Uh, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. But then too, it's like you think they're gonna give, they gonna give us anything, money, whatever, property, land, before. I mean, they can't even say, you know what? As a country, this thing we did for more than four hundred years was a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> we can't even get that. And yeah. you talk about oh reparations? I mean, no, no. Well, I mean, that's part. Let's of the start reason, with an like, apology. Well, that's part of the like you know reparations would have to elicit an apology, right? Like. You can't just give somebody the gift without saying the, the why. It's not a gift, of course, but it's a right. you know, bad choice of words. But like, yeah, and that's part of the reason, like like you said, like I, it would be a, like a, such a long shot for that to ever happen because it would force the government to acknowledge. To acknowledge, and yeah. What and they so, did. And they, I mean, we can't, they can't do that, so. Yeah, and then it'll, well, then where does it start? Or where does it stop? I mean, you're you going to apologize to Native Americans? They should. What about Chinese people? How about Mexicans? Yeah. You fucked all of them over too. And like, you know, our racist ass white government is going to be like, nah, the one thing just don't do anything. I could be wrong with my history, but I, I think that, I mean, it wasn't the, the Japanese that were interned 
during World War II, mm-hmm. uh, there was an apology given for oh, that. Well, that's good. Oh, but didn't Obama it. do that? I think uh, I'm not sure that. exactly when that happened. And, and man, knowing me, I'm I say these things, and I could be so fucking wrong. I'm no, it sounds wrong. kind of familiar, but yeah, but it's like you know, it's uh, yeah. Then okay, then all right, good. Apologize to Black Americans, give them reparations, and then also, and I, I stand like this should happen. Apologize to Native Americans, give them reparations. Apologize to. Chinese Americans and reparations and Mexicans as well. Like this, this country was built on all of their backs and their blood. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. Civil Liberties Act, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, not Obama. The Civil Liberties Act of nineteen eighty-eight. And again, I mean, this is Wikipedia, so who knows who wrote this shit? <laughs> but uh, is <laughs> a United States federal law that granted reparations to Japanese Americans who had been interned by the U.S. government during World War II. Interesting. The act was sponsored by California's Democratic Congressman Norman Mineta. Oh, Mineta, yeah, Japanese, an internee as a child. And Wyoming Republican Senator Alan K. Simpson. So, hmm. yeah. There you go. There you go. Let me see. The that's, act granted. That's how they probably like just didn't even announce it. They just hit that shit under the radar. Put that shit under the radar. Like, yeah, just give them like, send them a check and don't talk about it. Yeah, that, that's what, that looks like what they did. So it says the act, it granted each surviving internee $20,000 in compensation, equivalent to 38000 in 2019, mm-hmm. uh, with payments beginning in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, so this was a, I'm, well, first of all, I'm, I'm glad that that happened. I mean, they, yeah. sh- I mean, that obviously that shouldn't have happened to begin with them being sure. returned because these were us citizens. Uh, but that was like a surgical thing, right? right? Where, right. The smaller you know, population, smaller population. And they, they outspoken. They don't speak up about this shit. Yeah. And I think that it was probably, cause I think they were, that only happened in California. I believe. I could right, be I think you're right. I think it's, yeah, right. yeah. So it was a state thing. So it's probably more surgical where they can say, okay, right. Um, these are the people we had in there. So here you go, hmm. which, and I'm not absolving the government of just because you have course, slavery yeah. and everything else is going to be more difficult. It's like, yeah, but you still like, cause honestly, things just won't get better here until, you know, like you said, I'm just talking about with your dad, like, you know, you exactly. fess up and you just acknowledge the, the there wrong no, that you've done. Yeah. There can you know? be no healing without acknowledging. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't exist. Like that's what, you know, anybody listen, like if you're in a fight with somebody, like, you can't just want it to get better. You need to apologize for the shit you did. Take responsibility. Don't make excuses for it. Don't say this is why you did it. Just, I'm sorry I did this. I understand how it affected you, and I'm sorry. And that's it. And then you yep. move forward. That's it. There's so, no other way. There's no other way. Yeah. <sighs> well, that got a little heavy. Yeah, man. I'm glad we can always end on a really happy note. <laughs> <laughs> No, we we're gonna we're gonna end on this happy note, an actual okay. happy note. Okay. So I talked I told you about that show Kim's Convenience. Yes. The, uh, the show on Netflix about the uh, the the Korean family that owns the uh, like a bodega or whatever. Right. So they dropped their final season on Netflix a couple of days ago, and I am loving the hell out of it. Um, if you you probably haven't started watching it yet, this might be your Yellow Wolf. Okay. You know, okay. Because I'm gonna keep recommending it. It's it's five seasons. They go by really quick. The episodes are twenty two minutes. Okay, uh, it's great. And the brother, one of the leads in it, uh, Simu Lu, 
who I mentioned before, I got his name now. He's starring in that Chang uh Chang Chi uh Marvel movie that's coming out later this year. So um if you're curious about him as an actor or whatever, you know, he's okay. all over the show. He's and he's okay. good. I'll check it out. Kim's he plays like the uh the handsome kind of a uh like ladies man older brother. Uh okay. kind of a kind of a dim bulb though, <laughs> but with a good heart, you know. Okay. I'll check it out. I'll check yeah, it's out. it's it's a fun show. I really dig it. Um Okay. So for you and anybody listening, if you if you're looking for some uh, wholesome entertainments uh in the best way, you know, All right, I'll check, check out, out I'll the Harry Mac and check out Kim's Convenience. If you want to put a smile on your face, those are the two recommendations. Most definitely. And uh yeah, and then all anybody I know B you're in the midst of watching uh at least one of them, but like I can't recommend enough Invincible. On I Amazon. still haven't started that. You got to, man. I still, I mean, I, I've seen the, the first two episodes. You'll, you'll really like it. Though. I know. You'll really I know. like it. I know. Um, I gotta. I yeah. It's. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. I spend so much yeah. time in my bedroom because I, I don't have the Amazon. In my bedroom. I have it on the, the TV out front. You can watch it on your computer too. Yeah, but I'm usually watching. Other and it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, but then also sharp objects. Um, yeah, yeah. It's based off a novel. I haven't read it, but I have seen it. And it's just so well done. The whole time I'm watching just like the editing and directing and the acting is fucking amazing. But like it it's there's just so much care put into every single shot. It's there's nothing uh kind of thrown away about it. Everything has a very specific purpose. It's it's a really really good show i can't recommend it's only eight episodes they are not lighthearted. it is very heavy but um it it goes down smooth it's not like uh i don't know it's not like watching the movie kids or something like that where you're like fuck this is brutal or you know requiem for a dream it's not like that oh shit that's that's, that's the most brutal oppressive yeah that's the tippity top record yeah those that's 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 the benchmark for like (laughs) holy shit yeah um but, I, had, I, uh, I, felt, I felt like I had to check myself into rehab after I saw yeah. Requiem for a Dream. And I don't even that do shit. fucking drugs. That <laughs> shit. Like, that I, movie. Bro. That, I, I, I felt. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, that, that movie is good. A, that's a tough one. Yeah. That is a tough one. Yeah. That is a tough one. But hey, you know what? Yeah. Sharp Objects. Uh, watch an episode or two. And then if you start to feel like, oh, that's heavy. Go to Netflix and watch two episodes of Kim's ah, Convenience. It's all you know? connected. It's all yeah. balanced. You just got to balance Absolutely. that out. Yeah. That's, that's actually usually what I do. Like if I watch a heavy show, like when I used to watch The Walking Dead, I'm like, fuck, it's just so sad and, and brutal and not fun. I would just like, oh, I'm going to put on The Office now. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chase it with something else lighthearted. That's it. Yeah. You, need, you need that, that, that feel good chaser, you know? Agreed. And you always got to end on that. Like you can't leave the house after you watch like something terrible or go to bed after you watch it you gotta you gotta end on something dumb and silly yeah yeah some fun yeah some yeah exactly yeah you are can you absolutely correct about that yeah i've had a lot of nightmares going to bed right after seeing some some heavy burly shit it's the worst yeah but you know even though sharp objects definitely falls in that line it's still like it is just very enjoyable anyway just because it's so well done and um i mean there's no humor in it but like I have very little like the the big city cop that comes to the little town and the sheriff in the little town they have some like banter that's enjoyable but like overall i mean it's it's a story about you know 
little girls being killed in this town. So it's it's heavy. <laughs> um, but like I said, it's just so insanely well done and uh, really good. And it's, it's only eight episodes. I can't imagine there'd be a season two. I, I, that would be weird. And Amy Adams um, is a star, right? Amy Adams, oh. yeah. And uh, I don't know her name, but the Tammy one from Parks and Rec, the, f- the first Tammy. Not, Tammy, yeah. Not Megan Mullally, but like the blonde one, the really the scary Ron's oh yeah, wife. yeah, yeah. She's she's the mom in this show. And uh the the girl from it the remake, the redhead girl. Yeah. She's like the, in it as the young Amy Adams. Um That's good it, casting right there. Yeah, man. Um just top to bottom, the this show is it's basically flawless. It's really, really good. All right, all right. Well you were right about everything else you recommended to me. Yeah, so. Harry Mack, Yellow Wolf. Well, Sharp you're, objects. You're batting a thousand with me. Oh, you know, uh, I, I, I'll just I'll, I, th- listen to, I watched a movie the other day called Summer of '84. It's uh, I think you can rent it on Amazon. I think that's where I got it. Um, it's like a '80s inspired. Uh, so it's you know like very Stranger Things or Goonies or whatever like that with kids, um, with teenage kids. But there's a like a killer in their town. It was very fun. It was really really good. I like it. Summer of '84. Summer of 84, I recommend it. Like, it's just a fun, uh, it goes down very smooth, and the music is great, obviously. You know, it's synth, 80s synth stuff. Like, um, I love me some 80s stuff, man. Yeah, man. So I, I, I recommend it. It's good. It's good. Very Goonies-like. I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, honestly, you had me at Goonies. Yeah. Yeah, Summer of 84. It was good. Summer of 84 movie. I'll find it. Yeah. Oh, and it's even... Oh, wait, no. I was going to say, it's got some cast members from Stranger Things but I was wrong this guy just oh, looks okay. like another guy alright I'll check this yeah. one out yeah it's good I think you'll like it a lot it's fun yeah, apparently I mean shit that like everything right you recommend <laughs> alright guess I should get my ass to the gym it's 1130 yeah um, I can go pick up Grayson soon oh nice yeah Batman and Robin Batman and Robin. Reunited. Oh, man. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, GrahamBaker.com slash merch. Bombcast Podcast on Twitter. Bombcast Podcast. I like that. That just rolled right yeah. off the tongue. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, anybody listening, please rate and review on iTunes. The reason we it just bumps us up in the algorithm, the more people that do that. So there's been a couple of reviews. Thank you. Um, we're also on Spotify, if that's where you listen to podcasts so like and follow there what do you as an android user where do you listen to podcasts uh i go to uh, let me grab my phone because i was actually gonna recommend the service that i use because uh what is it called podcast republic okay it's just an app i downloaded i've been using them for like four years and uh yeah our show i subscribe to it 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 populates you know every time a new episode drops um, so yeah, Podcast Republic is a good one. There and, you go. Podcast and you can, Republic. And you can listen to multiple podcasts at the same time, which I really like. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like so so I'm listening to like Double Toasted right now. I'm almost done, but like so I'm obviously I'm not listening to it now. But I can go and just start listening to another one, like like hours. And uh-huh. I can just like I'll listen to that, and then I can go back to the one I was listening to. And it and holds I'll, your spot. It holds my spot. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, do all those things, and we'll see you next week. All right.
Peace. Peace. Hey, were we recording? We were recording. <laughs> I got to get it in, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. The Bombcast.